How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where I know what all of you guys are talking about today. The, the big, big thing that happened in geek news for today is that the Snyder Cut got released uh, for the Justice League on HBO Max, a four-hour-long movie. And I bet you're wondering what my thoughts are on it. Well, so far, I've watched about the first hour of it. I still have three hours to go. <laughs> I cannot believe they... So, first off, I could tell you, Jack Snyder, or is that his name? Jack Snyder? Yeah. Could cut already an hour and a half from the movies. If he were to just stop doing his traumatic, like dramatic music sequences in every scene... But I do have to give uh, mad respect in the sense that uh, this time around in his movie, they're giving more of a perspective of a backstory on each individual superhero from the Justice League. They don't really need to touch on Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman. Everyone kind of knows already about them. But the other two, Cyborg and The Flash, you don't really know too much about their backstory. Also, the the villain, Steppenwolf, uh, from Justice League, you don't... Like it just went straight into him just causing mayhem on earth and blah, 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 blah. And so uh, they're doing a little bit more of a backstory, justifying his reasons for coming to the earth and causing the problems that he's causing now. And the story seems more uh, fluid. Another thing I don't like about the movie is that they're, they're breaking it up into parts. So like while you're watching the movie, it kind of takes you out of it. And I, I know why they have to do it that way, because essentially... They're taking scenes that Jack Snyder recorded before he got fired um, from WB and then Joss Whedon came in to finish the movie. And so they're taking scenes that he had already filmed plus new scenes that he gets to fill in to the movie, put it all together, and this is what we're getting. And so we're getting it in parts. And they're reusing scenes from the, the existing Justice League movie but they're adding more stuff to it as well. I think he got something like $150 million to, of, of a budget to add on to this. And uh, you could definitely see it. Like the, the villain Steppenwolf, for instance, looks way better than the one uh, in the original Justice League. And just the special effects look a little bit better. But I have to say, though, Warner Brothers, like you guys just need to just stop it like refresh the whole and like give it like three years and restart the industry probably keep barry allen's flash because i like that character um wonder woman's character um why am i forgetting her name right now uh i'm forgetting it it's right there on the tip of my tongue but anyways um her character and then uh, they're going to have to find a new Superman because Henry Cavill doesn't want to be Superman anymore. Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore, so they need to find a new Batman. Um, and a, a new cyborg. They definitely need to find a new cyborg. They're supposed to be introducing some new characters in this movie as well, but I just haven't gotten it, gotten to it yet. Uh, I know, uh, or I don't know, but the rumor had it before this movie came out was that they were going to be introducing some new people. And so I'm hoping they, they do, and they'll probably come out in the later bit of this movie. So this review is kind of a spoiler-free um, review in a sense. Um, and I, I really have to say, like, I don't think, like, I don't like it. I really don't. Like, 
I could probably have been glued to it if it was. I'm just comparing it too much to Marvel. Like I've always been a Marvel fanboy. I enjoyed DC stories. Um, I loved like Batman. I loved uh, Green Lantern. They were like my two favorite DC superheroes. I would read a lot of their comics, and they were really great. But the universe itself, I just never really enjoyed compared to Marvel. I felt like Marvel had a more. I don't know. There was just something about the way that their universe was was grounded. It just made more sense to me in the realm of superheroism and Mar- like DC tried to do like the whole very real aspect like what it would probably be like if superheroes existed in the current world. And I like Marvel's more uh approach to more like a fan like I don't know, like more fiction. Leaning definitely more fiction, but it works for them. And so when you compare it to the Avengers movies, any of the Avengers movies, I think it's a, a horrible movie. I don't like the fact that it's four hours long. I, I honestly think it could have been a two and a half hour long movie. A lot of scenes did not need to be put in here. A lot of music didn't need to be put in here. There's a scene when Batman first meets Aquaman. Oh, by the way, that character, that guy should stay as Aquaman as well. But there's a scene where Batman meets Aquaman. It's like 45 minutes into the movie. And it it exemplifies what I'm talking about. Because there's a scene where like Bruce Wayne is talking to Aquaman. And they're first meeting for the first time. They go outside. And um, they're talking and whatever. And Aquaman goes by the water. And he's pretty much like uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman is trying to get him onto the Justice League. And Aquaman's like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm just chilling just enjoying the water and saving the local people. That's all. And he, as he's like going backwards into the water, there's a, I think they're in Finland. Um, and so there's a, a, or Norway or, or Norway. So there's like Norwegian groups of people. So some Scandinavian group of people outside watching Bruce Wayne talk to Aquaman. And as Aquaman, is like, like about to go into the ocean. Like these girls in the group start like doing a Nordic, like, singing like it's so weird it's so out of place it's such a jack snyder thing to do because it's just what he likes to do in all of his movies and i think it's so stupid that literally the scene was like a five minute scene that just didn't need to be in the movie and there's a lot of those and it's like just gets the action like why people come to watch these movies is to see a story and a narrative, but the narrative is like 30% of it. The rest of it should be like really balls to the wall action, like really great stuff. Similar to how the Avengers does it essentially. But um I don't know. I, I just it's darker. I do like that. That's one of the things I did like about the DC universe compared to Marvel, is that it's dark. And the and the dark tone that Jack Snyder takes in this is is really interesting. It's very gruesome. The fight scenes are a lot more gruesome. Um, and I like that. I like that approach. I always felt like DC, that is DC's universe essentially is to be that level of dark compared to Marvel. But yeah, I just, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that it was darker and there was more emphasis put into characters, um, I probably wouldn't recommend watching this movie, but I still have three hours to watch, so who knows? Maybe I could, you know, have my expectations blown away by the second half of the movie. Jared Leto being the Joker, though, was always a horrible decision. I don't know why he's in this, but whatever. Um, 
Either, either way, though, uh, I'll keep you guys posted later on on what my thoughts are on it. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast, <laughs> and I'll catch you guys mañana. Peace. <laughs>